0: Everyone, welcome back to FilmCraft. Welcome. Welcome. This is yet another edition of Long Distance Film Craft, but this time Latif is recording with awesome professional gear.
1: Well, it's just a microphone. I mean, I recorded the other episodes on my on my cell phone
0: actually turned out pretty well like I haven't listened to them fully through but I've listened to little snippets and they sound good yeah
1: I mean to find a quiet room and it should be okay
0: this week we're gonna give some film festival updates because there have been quite a few of them and a lot of good stuff and then we're gonna talk about what happens when you have an idea or you've written a script and you go to the theater and you see that idea and or script In another movie. (laughs) And it seems like they're stealing your stuff. But they're not. Because they got there first. Exactly. Yes. So yeah. Let's let's kick it off with the film festival stuff. We are... I would say... About halfway through our festival run. With what we don't say. Kind of around the halfway point. Maybe a little bit before it. And it's... It's going pretty well so far. Like it's going admittedly better than i thought it would i knew we would get into some pretty decent festivals but i didn't think we would have this much acceptance right out of the gate so we debuted at fort worth indie film showcase in texas that was the end of june and since then, we've gotten into nine other festivals. So we're in double digits so far. We've hit 10. And the biggest one so far is happening next week as of recording this. So the end of September, we're in Calgary International, which is a really, really huge acceptance. It makes us Oscar qualifying, which I think is one of those things that's more of just like an ego stroke than anything. When we announced it, and even when I told like the cast and crew, I had some some of my friends and family being like, man, like... what what do you think you got a chance are you going to oscars i'm like no fucking way (laughs) it's never gonna happen
1: well here's the thing i think a lot of people might get that confused with something like specifically when film festivals are oscar qualifying it's for a few categories it's for animation documentary short films yeah
0: so yeah, we've gotten into Calgary, which is huge. We screened twice in Calgary, which will be September 27th and September 29th. I believe the 27th we play mm-hmm. at 6.45 p.m. and the 29th, which is actually the closing day. It's cool. We got a slot on the closing day. We play at 11.15. Uh, so if anyone's in the Calgary area, September 27th or 29th, we're screening then. And then we're going to be at Full Bloom Film Festival in North Carolina this coming week so I leave for there on Wednesday and we have the red carpet premiere which I believe is at 6.30 on the Friday and I'm teaching a kind of how to make a movie with no money seminar right before that I believe it's at 5.30 in North Carolina Friday the 20th and then the 27th In Calgary, I'm teaching the same same little seminar. So if you guys want to come hear us talk, if you want to come see our movie and you're in North Carolina or Calgary, you can do it then. We're also playing at a few other festivals, two that we can't announce yet because they have to announce it first, but should be coming in the next week or two. And then we got into an award festival in Montreal, which I think is in the next month or so.
1: That's good. I know, right?
0: That's a pretty sweet problem to have. Uh, This is a pain in the ass with film festivals, Steve. (laughs) I'm looking at our acceptances here. Three have already happened. Three we can't talk about. And four others that we can talk about. Mm. So really, of the ten we've gotten into four are only relevant right now slash we can talk about
1: calgary is pretty calgary's going to be pretty fun
0: calgary's going to be great it's going to be really really great like i said two screenings we've got a ton of the cast and crew coming out for it um north carolina is going to be really good too um oh yeah at texas at the fort worth indie film showcase we picked up um, best international feature Uh, We got nominated for Best Feature at Out of the Can Film Festival And I think we got nominated for Best Feature at the Prisma Film Awards Uh, Cougar, our lead actor, just got nominated for Best Actor at the Montreal Wreath Awards Which I was super, super Mm -hmm. stoked for I remember when we we started editing this movie We were like, Cougar really slaughtered this movie So to see him getting some recognition for Best Actor is a really really good feeling
1: yeah he deserves it
0: totally totally you know what's going to be super cool too about these festivals that we're going to we're going to be able to see the movie for the first time on a big screen because this movie was so low budget that we couldn't even rent a theater to see it on a big screen
1: (laughs) no we played it at your house (laughs) on a small TV
0: in all fairness that was a pretty fucking sweet TV but it's not a theater yeah
1: Yeah, I think when when we watch it and in a theater it's going to be a really fulfilling I've, I've never got to to really do that i mean actually once but i've never seen a feature film that we worked on in a theater so it'll be really fun
0: you know i'm questioning how much of it i'm gonna watch just because like i i kind of have that mentality or of discovering about myself i have that mentality of i don't really like watching my own stuff and i kind of view it as like it's Like, it's mine and yours.
1: Well, we have two screenings at Calcrum. I know. I
0: know. (laughs) But I know there's a couple sequences in it, like the fair and everything, that I do want to see on Mm. the big screen to see how some of the shots we did translate into a 20-foot screen. So I don't know if I'm going to watch the whole thing. If I am, I'm probably going to have a little bit to drink beforehand. But I'm at least going to watch a little bit of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I feel like it's worth watching it on a big screen just to see how all the things we do finally play out on, on such a big, big scope, you know, cause you never really get to see what that's like. I guess for a lot of filmmakers, they don't get that experience. So to have that, I think kind of does something that you normally don't get.
0: How, uh, how did you feel the first couple times I got a hold of you and we're like, Latif man, we're getting into our first few festivals. Like what was that like for you?
1: It's, it's really good to hear obviously, but I think, um, The reality is, like, it doesn't matter if you don't get to go to the festival. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I'm always, like, I want to be able to go to the ones that I can. Because ultimately, like, even if you get into a bunch of festivals, if you're not able to attend them, then it's kind of, you know, it sucks. It's really about, like, actually being there and experiencing all of it.
0: Yeah, totally fair. Totally fair. Let's move on to our other topic. And why why don't you lead into this one, Latif?
1: Well, I guess the idea of, like, when you see something you're working on or an idea that you had for a story you go watch a movie and you see it in the movie and you're like oh man i wanted to do that or something similar to that feeling
0: have you experienced this before
1: i mean i t- i think i told you about one it was like i was i was writing this kind of science fiction story that that i had in my head and and i remember when i saw interstellar for the first time i went to see the theaters Cause it was like you know his new movie is out. It's this space epic. I was like, I gotta see it, and I see it, and I'm like, oh my god, it's got the same idea as my movie. But it, you know, in in the moment, that's what you're thinking, and then after like a few months, you're like now nah, they're completely different movies. Cause I had I have this little like science fiction film that I have been writing from a while back, and it came out. Interstellar came out during the time I was working on that thing. <laughs> And then you do that thing where you just kind of like, you you you're like, oh, I, I can't ever make my thing now. This this movie's out there, um, but you, you take a step back and you're like, well, the movies are so different. <laughs> it's just about space, um, and most most space movies are about the same thing: as people finding somewhere else to live.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, this got brought up because the chief had asked me, like, hey, have you seen any movies lately? And I won't say the name of the movie, but I saw a movie recently, and I really liked the movie, but when the finale came up, it was so much like something I had finished writing weeks earlier, and the finale of this movie I had written, it was what I considered to be like the 10 best pages of writing I've ever done. I was so stoked on it, and then I'm sitting in the theater, and I'm watching this movie, and it's pretty much the same finale, and I'm just steam is coming out of my ears i'm like no that was supposed to be mine (laughs) but it was the same thing you know in the moment like i was had all these different emotions but looking back on it's like you know maybe it's not quite the same and i sent it to a bunch of people that had seen the movie and they're like you know i don't really I can kind of see where you're coming from, but it's not really the same. And I had the exact thought you were talking about in the moment. I was like, "I'm never making this movie. I'm never even going to think about it. I'm going to go home. I'm going to delete the script. Fuck this." <laughs> so, what do you think? How do you? How did you deal with it when it happened to you? Well,
1: I don't think my experience was quite the same as yours because I think you, like for you, you saw something and you're like, "That is exactly what I." thought of whereas mine is like mm-hmm. the the broad concepts are the same but when you get to specifics it's so different um, and you know and I really like that movie anyways I, I, I enjoy it interstellar and then our, our you know my my script idea and then that film is logistically completely different and there's so much that's like not the same but really it's like the broad idea you kind of have a similar you know, tie into, but once you start to work on your own thing more and 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 flesh it out, it, it starts to become its own thing. So it's just about like getting over that, because there's going to be a bunch of things out there that kind of feel like something you're writing, um, and it's even worse when it's a movie, because like it's a fleshed-out idea and you're still working on this the script. <laughs> so um, it's easy to get discouraged when something like that happens, but you just got to keep keep going forward and and finish your story
0: how long in between how long after seeing interstellar did it take you to be like you know okay they're not that similar maybe i can keep working on mine was it pretty instant or did it take you like do you have a buffer
1: well i was already done like a couple drafts of my script when interstellar came out so for me it was just about like making sure that i didn't have anything that like was too close to that movie um, cause you know, I, I don't want it to look like it was ripping anything off from that movie, but there wasn't anything specific that, that happened in, in my script that happened in Interstellar either. So it, it was pretty far removed from it, but it's just about like, you know, a couple, couple months and then you kind of get back to normal.
0: Do you think it would have been better or worse if you saw Interstellar and it was like a total fucking piece of shit?
1: if it was really bad then i think it would have been easier i would would have been like ha they did it wrong i'll show them how it's done (laughs) exactly (laughs) but (laughs) you you know that wasn't the case like (laughs) so uh, yeah yeah
0: are you are you trying to say that interstellar was good (laughs) latif
1: no (laughs) (laughs) definitely didn't get into the calgary film festival (laughs) what uh
0: could you imagine you meet you meet like Christopher Nolan or one of your idols, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw your newest movie. I can't help but notice that uh, it didn't play at Calgary. You know whose movie did?
1: <laughs> he grabs me by the collar. Listen, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh,
0: ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, one question that comes to mind about like seeing your idea on screen or something very similar to your idea on screen is do did you feel the need to course correct or like change anything of yours based off of what you saw in interstellar
1: no no it, again it's like the they were very different but they they had some similar feelings and and similar themes to them but the specifics of what actually happens in the story was different enough that I didn't really need to like deviate too much. Even when I tried to find something that was like, oh, maybe it's too much like that, there wasn't really that many threads that linked to each other. So I didn't really have to make any big changes. Um, but, you know, in, in the in the scenario or in the case where you do see something like that and you see someone else execute a concept that you've thought of or, or written then that's probably when you might want to reconsider um, something you have and be like oh someone else already put that on the screen especially if they've done it well you might want to try to see if there's a different angle on something but you know ultimately you have to go with your gut and and know what you need to keep
0: like where is the line of this is so similar to what I was doing that I should abandon this
1: well a lot of the times that will that will just kind of be based on story you know like if you're if you're writing like a thomas edison biopic that you're you've always wanted to do and then someone else releases the thomas edison movie (laughs) and you're like shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's stepping on your feet pretty well (laughs) yeah
1: no one's gonna make my thomas edison movie that's kind of when you gotta jump ship i think when it's like a very specific topic that you've chosen to to make a film about and then someone else decides to do film on that topic and kind of nails a lot of the story points that you're trying to go for it's difficult to, to really go forward with it because you know cause how many biopics of a person do we need <laughs> anyways so. oh at least seven <laughs> seven uh, so the, you know when, it, when it's a, that close I think that's a safe time to jump ship I mean it's good to have the script and, and the writing of course but doesn't necessarily mean that you know you have to try to make that movie now yeah. You know, when it's a more open concept, it's it's even more painful, I think. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty fair. And I think what people should take away from how you're describing this is, unless it's so specific that it's specific to the core of what you're doing, then really I think you're good to keep going and keep exploring your idea, you know, maybe be conscious of the way that movie did their take on it and don't veer too closely towards that but, you know, your idea is still good, it's still sound unless you're doing literally the exact same thing that they're doing. You can still go and make your version and it'll be different and like in a case like mine where it's really only, call it eight to ten minutes of pretty similar like there was nothing about the rest of the movie that was the same other than that one call it extended sequence Mm -hmm. so for that i just need to say like or what i'm telling myself is am i stepping on the toes am i doing the exact same thing and if so do i need to course correct and then i'm giving myself you know a little bit of time to let my emotions get out of the picture so i'm not answering that from like a a reactive perspective
1: Mm -hmm. i think you have to give yourself some space as well before you do any changes i think if you like see something you mean if you you know see something similar to what you've done and you go home the same night and you're like delete and just like remove like 20 pages (laughs) It's, it's a little irrational
0: yeah, absolutely. You've like, gotta give your, yourself some time to calm down. Yeah,
1: because like, one thing you know might be like, did the movie that came out that resembles something you've done, is that movie even gonna last? Is it gonna remember? People are gonna remember it? Because if it just kind of comes and goes, then I think you're you're okay in some sense. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of factors.
0: Could you imagine if someone came up to you and they were like? man so uh i really wanted to do this movie but it treads really heavily on this other movie that came out in like 1974 that no one's ever heard about and be like you know i think you're probably gonna be okay
1: (laughs) well if we're talking about movies from like completely different eras like that's what a lot of filmmakers kind of do today is like they'll they'll remember movies from like different eras that they loved and do a spin on that, or take elements from that, and, and try to create a new story, which I which is very common yeah. with a lot of filmmakers. Tarantino
0: so. does that all the time.
1: Yeah, a lot of his movies are are basically just kind of reimaginings of of characters or worlds that he he loved during when he was coming up.
0: Have you seen his new movie, by the way?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, what'd you think? I haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers.
1: Uh, it was great. It was really fun to watch. Um. Yeah yeah it's very very interesting take on on history i guess because it's kind of based on what what happened during that time but they go in a different direction but it's it enjoyable how would you
0: how would you rank it amongst his others
1: um i i haven't seen some of his earlier i, I saw his first two films i didn't see the kill bill movies um mm-hmm. I've seen Inglorious Bastards and Django I mean it fits into his, his world pretty nicely um, it's definitely got it's own flavor to it though because it is set in Los Angeles and it's all about the, the industry so it's got a different flavor to it
0: does the the backdrop of filmmaking work because that, that's something that always hits me in the wrong way and kind of bugs me if it's not done well
1: no it's great it's really fun you can tell like there's like a a love for the kind of stuff he's showing. Like he, I think it's something that he's got like a soft spot for. So when you see it played out on the screen, it, it's so fun to watch. There's some really great scenes, and Leonardo you know, DiCaprio actually really funny in this movie. Um, oh sweet! Yeah, I think I think in general he's a really funny actor. I think just because of the the movies he's in like people don't see him as a comedic actor but he's so funny in this
0: i hear the uh the action in it is fantastic
1: yeah yeah it plays well for the story so
0: so if if someone was in this predicament of like their idea seemingly is on screen what pieces of advice would you tell them
1: you know don't dwell on it too much unless it's like a glaring like exact depiction of what you've written Uh, then i think you're kind of okay because it's so it's so rare that someone like exactly nails tonally and 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 in terms of like the world that you've thought of like on screen someone does exactly what you're thinking because like everyone is so different and we're all kind of built up of all the little choices and all the you know idiosyncratic things in our lives that make up who we are so like with 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 every person, like we're we're gonna do our own thing and it's rare that someone's gonna exactly get your vision on screen. So I think for the most part we can just kind of trust our trust our voice and and, mm-hmm. and let that lead to what, what will happen. Usually it's like if something's like a replica of another thing, <laughs> oftentimes it'll be like a this studio movie made like a kidnapping president movie. And then the other studio made a kidnapping president movie. And a lot of the times that's <laughs> not gonna be like your personal project that you've been like pouring your heart into. <laughs> I don't think some studio is gonna be like, Let's make that movie <laughs> So I feel like you can trust trust your voice and and if you see some similarities take it as a as a note of inspiration rather than like a attack yeah. on your personal character. <laughs>
0: yeah I think it's good advice I think it's such good advice that I think that's where we can wrap up the episode
1: cool sounds good
0: unless you have anything else to add on the subject
1: well like one of the other things I'm writing one thing is like it's it is very influenced by a lot of older films and and works from other filmmakers it's definitely got like um, some similarities with, with films that I like or films that I've seen so it's already starting from a place of like I admire some of these other things and I want to like have that have an influence on, on the way I make this thing. Obviously you're still like leading the story with your own voice and your own vision and your style, but it's it's definitely got like a, a hint of like other things that you love kind of like imbued into the into the story you're writing. So sometimes sometimes you can start from that place and it kind of gives you a little bit of freedom.
0: All right. I think it's a great last thought. I think this episode is deemed complete. Do you want to do the Pippa outro this week?
1: Yeah, I can't remember it off the top of my head. I think when you start, (laughs) when you do it at the end of every episode, my brain starts to kind of like go like gray
0: i would love it if it was like you know in movies with brainwashing when a certain sequence of words happens mm-hmm. th- like all the energy behind, behind someone's eyes the guy that's brainwashed just like goes away into nothing mm-hmm. like when i do pippa that's you you just zone out and start staring at the wall
1: and then right when you're done i like come back and i'm like i don't even notice that just happened
0: <laughs> exactly exactly
1: yeah everyone around me like like what was that
0: I'll try it like mid-episode next episode and I'll see if you just stop talking.
1: You just hear like a body hit the ground?
0: <laughs> uh, all right. This episode has been brought to you by Pippa. That's P-I-P-P-A dot I-O, podcast hosting service. It's cheap and awesome. Also, we have the shortest ad of all time. Like, I think that took me three seconds to say. All right, well, until next week, this is Filmcraft. I'm Matt teeth. <laughs> See you later.